Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yes, indeedy duty. It is us. We're like a bad penny. We're back. We're back. We're, we're always here. turning we, up. We have turned up again. Oh, boy. Hey, I am the uh, commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League. My name is Christopher Perry. That other voice, that sultry voice on the other end of the line is Andrew Majorkirk, the assistant general manager for Oklahoma, the director of ice procurement at the Blazers okay. Ice Center, and um, uh, the occasional music man and public address announcer there at those games as well. Uh, Jack of all trades. There you go. Jack of all trades, master of none. Well, oh. I'd go that far. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that mantle has fallen to you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Oh boy. Andrew. Hey, we had a busy weekend in the Western Collegiate Hockey League. Um, almost all of the teams were in play. I think we only had two that were off. So central Oklahoma and Colorado were the two smartest teams of the weekend. Yep, they were they were battling it out in the libraries. You know, I understood they had like a little uh, library battle bots type of a contest. You know, where they were just going back and forth, throwing random facts at one another and seeing if they oh, could, yeah. uh, you know, quote the source. And you know, they also had like a book reading contest to figure out, you know, who could read the most great books during the week off. Yeah, not only not only is this the the best league in the W or in the ACHA, but it's also the smartest league, right? There you go. There you go. So uh, the results, like the Iowa caucus, the results are yet to be determined as to who won between the uh, educate off um, uh, between uh, Colorado and UCO. But uh, congratulations to both of those guys for uh, um, taking their higher learning to a different level this past week. Uh, yeah. Round of applause for those guys. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm glad you said that. Round of applause. All that means, Andrew, is that I can play this. And I'm telling you what, that was just that was just laying there. That was low hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, holy, holy moly! Here we go. All right, here we go. Well, Colorado State. Here they went. They uh, got on the road and went to Ann Arbor. Actually, they played the game in Ann Arbor, yep. but they played. We figured this out last week. They played Eastern <laughs> Michigan University. Yep. And, which is in Ypsilanti. Ypsilanti. Have you, fi- have you figured out how to spell Ypsilanti? Uh, yeah, I, I think I came up with it last week, wasn't it? Like Y-S-P-I-L, something like that? Something like that, yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Uh, well, hey, Colorado State didn't care because they went in and kicked butt and took names. So they, they spelled it CSU. They, they uh, did. They, they went in and uh, they beat Eastern Michigan 4 uh, to nothing on Friday night. And then on Saturday, they beat uh, EMU again by a score of 8-3. to three. I think it was this time last week we're talking about Colorado State, and I think one of the two of us said, "You know what their problem is? They just can't score." Yeah, right. So and I here they thought did. about that one. Yeah, Break. twelve goals in two games. Twelve goals in two games. What the heck was I thinking? Yeah, I. You know what? I. That's funny. I thought that same thing when I uh, was scrolling through the uh, Twitter feed on Friday night, and I saw that they won. What was it? Four nothing. Yeah. On. Uh, Friday night, and I was like, "Oh, good for them! They, you know, scored scored a handful of goals. Not not too bad." 
And then all oh, danged if they don't come back on Saturday and pump in eight. And I was like, wow. I was like, look at those guys. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Good for uh, them. Yeah. 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 I was excited for them. Yeah. yeah. That's a good, good weekend for those guys. Well, a good, good weekend other than the fact that they had to go all the way to Michigan. Well, yeah, they, yeah. And I think they took the long way to get there, but oh, yeah. They, yeah. They did take the long way to get there. I understand <laughs> they went from Denver to Chicago and then drove as opposed to going right to Detroit, but man. yeah. 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 You know. I'm not a travel work out weird. Yeah. Hey, I'm not a yeah. travel agent. So uh, what the heck do I know? You know? Yeah. But no, great, great for those guys. They, uh, they had uh, their third goalie uh, north in net for them on Friday night, and he gets the big shutout. And how about Sam Cote with two goals and uh, one assist on Friday night for them also? Wow! So yeah, I was I was I was very surprisingly shocked to see uh, how well he did. So kudos to them up there. Looks like they had crossed north in for both games, and um, yeah, it looked like the second game was a little bit of a penalty fest. Uh, it was it got a little rough. Got a little rough, but uh, looks like the Rams made it out of town uh, uh, relatively intact. Yeah, so, uh, it was good for them. Yeah, yeah close. Uh, yeah, Saturday's game close. Uh, tied it two early in the second. I think uh, Eastern Michigan scored a goal like 54 seconds into the second period or something like that to tie it at two. And then after that, just all Colorado State. Four you know, goals in the second and kept on rolling in the third. You know, I don't want to jump ahead of ourselves for your uh, uh, Andrew's three stars of the week, but, uh, you know, you, you just mentioned number eight, little Cote. Uh, yep. Two goals in an apple on Friday night and another two goals on Saturday. So he must uh, he must really like playing the, um, what is Eastern Michigan called? Oh, I didn't, I haven't even. Yeah, I don't know. They're something weird, something green. They are. So it was the Battle of the Green Teams. Yeah, Battle of the Green Teams, and we know who won the Western <laughs> Collegiate Hockey League. Central, I mean, Colorado State uh, over Eastern Michigan. So uh, good for those guys. That's um, awesome. Hopefully they yeah, got home awesome. safe. Yeah, hopefully they got home safe. And uh, the, I know that road trip home is always a heck of a lot quicker when you're coming home with two dubs in the pocket. Yes. All right. The Eastern Michigan Eagles, by the way. The Eagles. So there you go. I just looked it up real quick for you. Have you well, thank you. Look at you. There, there you are, educating oh, yeah. once again. I'm You're, ready to take on those other two teams in the library. I'm telling I you, you've never <laughs> ceased to impress. Uh, you know, I try my, I try my hardest. Have you ever seen a green eagle before? I have not. Yeah. See, I think that's those those, those folks up in Michigan must be tripping. You yeah, know, they are. You know, if they see a bald eagle or a golden eagle, and they think it's green. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Hey, um, so so good on CSU, and uh, congratulations on taking out and winning the Battle of the Green uh, and finding the back of the net. That's great for them. Yes. Yeah, they're going to uh, they're going to need it this this weekend with their upcoming games. Um, Arizona State went on the road, uh, but they didn't have to go nearly as far as CSU did. They just went over to the other side of the valley to take on uh, Grand Canyon University at scenic Arizona Ice Arcadia. Ooh. Yeah, I've heard that's a rough place. I have not been there, but Andrew, I heard it's the type of place where you want to leave the bus driver on the bus because it might get jacked <laughs> if you're not there. I mean, that's how rough it is. <laughs> we we've been there. We've been to a few places like that in our day. Yeah, we have. So uh, those are the, those are the best places to play too. <laughs> they can be. <laughs> yeah, those are those are the best to play in. That's for sure. Arizona State brought the whooping stick on uh, Friday night and uh, beat up on the Lopes, the Antelopes of Grand Canyon, eight to three on Friday. 
And then, uh, boy, they had to squeak one out, but they did in overtime with a 5-4 to four overtime win uh, over GCU. So um, welcome to Division One. Welcome to uh, the Western Collegiate Hockey League. And uh, Arizona State just uh, beat them up. Yep. So Friday, yeah. So uh, Friday night, 45 shots for Arizona State. And uh, really what stuck out to me was um, Arizona State just kind of buried them in the uh, in the third period on Friday night. Yeah. It was a little bit of a close game. And then, yeah, it was just all Arizona State in the third. Um, 21 shots in the second. But how about how about this uh, stat? And I was I was really amazed at this one. Uh-oh. Arizona State goes seven for nine on the power play. That's insane, isn't it? They yeah they would have yeah if they hadn't done that, and I mean just unbelievable. Like you know you got to know that that Grand Canyon coach is after they scored gone seven for nine. He's looking at his guys like, would you guys quit taking penalties? Quit <laughs> 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 giving these guys the opportunity, right? That's right. Like, Holy smokes. Wow. Seven for nine. I couldn't believe it. I did a double take. That's when you wanted. That's when, that's when you're a, uh, the, the other side, the other coach, the Grand Canyon coach, and you're like, you want to decline. You want to say, please, yes. please don't accept this penalty. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh. Like, just wave it off. Wave it off. Please. <laughs> please. Wow. But, but yeah. Point, point night for Arizona state there on Friday night. Oh yeah. And, uh, what they, what they had one, two, three, four, five guys, I believe. With multiple points. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Kowalczuk with four points. Uh, Havner with two goals. Slavic with three assists. Our boy Clayton Lackey with uh, four points. And Hoffenkamp with uh, three points. So, Wow. Point, point, night, point night at Grand Canyon. I guess so. I guess so. So, um, you know. It was a good thing that uh, they they left the busing on the bus to uh, to to keep everybody from stealing some of their goods because that uh, they were in there stealing all the Grand Canyon's goods that they during were, the game. They were. Yeah, good. And you're really and you're really not in a bad part of town unless your bussy has to come off the bus and fight somebody in the parking lot. <laughs> so if your bussy didn't come off the bus, you're okay. It's Phoenix and it's in February. Is is there a bad part of town anywhere? <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. I mean, it's all relative. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, boy, the next night um, has to go to overtime, but it was over with pretty quickly. Um, you know, 39 yeah. seconds into the into, into the overtime period. And that's I think that's what happens when you put that uh, 11, 19, and 6 line out there. You give those yeah. guys space and uh, a lot of ice and a lot of room to be creative. And next thing you know, the puck's in the back of the net and everyone's going home. Yeah. GC, uh, GCU got up on them 3-1 in the first there. And then uh, it really looked to me like Arizona State had a strong second and third period there. Um, there wasn't any goal scored in the second, but they uh, they came out and tied it up in the third. And then our boy Clayton Lackey had another big night, and uh, like you said, won it early in the overtime period. So, yeah, he. Yeah, uh, in, in fact, uh, I saw where it made a little uh, Twitter highlight video of uh, you know just him. It was such a crazy angle of a play. You know, these games are on Black Dog Entertainment, Andrew, and there's one of the two of us that has access to the Black Dog. Um, well, there could be two of us to have access to the Black Dog, but, you know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not smart enough, uh, and I have, uh, I have morals and ethics, <laughs> supposedly. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden. All yeah, of a sudden. You woke up with him this morning, huh? <laughs> I just, I, I, I did not want to uh, uh, use your username or password, but um, I did see it on Twitter where somebody had uh, clipped that uh, overtime win, and it's yep. uh, put up there on the ASU uh, website. So, hey, uh, uh, good for them. I want to get, how about a little special shout out to, uh, the kid that tied the game up there for ASU number twenty four, the defenseman Alex. I'm saying I'm going to say this name wrong, but it's Searing, S Y R I N G. And the reason why um, I bring it up, he he's in and out of the lineup, but when he's out of the lineup, he's the uh, cameraman for ASU uh, broadcast really? there back at Oceanside. So, nice. Yeah, and I only know that because sometimes it looks like you know he's like a bobblehead. The camera's going <laughs> yeah, all six all over the place. and I'm like, who the heck is doing this? <laughs> Who's on the camera? And they said, ah, it's 24. All yeah. all hands on deck, right? So yeah, hey, good good for him that he uh, wasn't on the camera that he was uh, putting the pucks in the net. So good for him. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, all hands on deck. All that's hands how these on. Things, yep. That's how they operate, right? <laughs> that's the way it's supposed to be. Um, all right. Hey, uh, U of A number five, um, in the, uh, in the, all of the ACHA went to scenic Las Vegas Mm-mm. to take on UNLV and Andrew, I believe you called a sweep by the Wildcats over yeah, the skating I, rebels. Yeah. I think we, I think I said sweep, but I, I think I said, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw a split come out of this either. Well, that's how it turned out. Uh, both both teams traded four to three wins. Uh, Vegas beat uh, Arizona four to three on Friday night, and Arizona returned the favor, beating the Rebels uh, four to three on Saturday. And uh, what I do know, I, I, I got to watch a little bit of the uh, of the games online. What I do know is the place was jam packed. That's what you said uh, last week. That it was going to be a packed house. I, I know that there were some Arizona folks that were scrambling and they were beating up on the Arizona staff to get them tickets because it was, tickets were hard to come by. Yep. And then, so, and this is a question for you because um, I didn't, I didn't watch it. The uh, so looking at the score sheet online was Arizona short roster or did they just not input all the names on the on the score sheet that's online? Nope, Arizona short rostered. What you They're see short is rostered. what you see is what you get there. There you go. I didn't know because I saw it and I was like, man, that really looks that looks way short. So I didn't know if they just didn't complete the score sheet when they input it online or if that was really uh, true facts. No, they're you know Arizona has been uh, bitten a little bit by the injury bug. They were also bit a little bit um, at the semester with um, just kids that uh, found other things to do. Yep. And, um, yep, it happens. Attrition. And those kids, had they stuck around, even uh, in some instances, had they stuck around for just one week longer, they would find themselves in the lineup right now. Is that not, is that not crazy? uh, You see kids do it all the time, right? Happens, happens at every program and it happens all the time, but especially this time of the year. It's crazy, right? You, you know, being older now and you look back, you want to tell these kids, you know, just, keep your nose on the grindstone and keep working and your time will come. Yep. And you see it all the time. They'll, they'll quit a week too too early or whatever, not come back from semester break. And then some unfortunate breaks go for the team. And then all of a sudden you're like, Hey, where's, where's little Johnny at? Why is he, why is he not here? He could be in the lineup right now, helping us out. That's the truth. And it's always the semester break where, where it gets people the most because they've had a month or a month and a half away from hockey and they're, um, they're, they're, you know, they're enjoying their time off mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they're, they're 
for whatever reason, um, they're not in the lineup uh, before then, and so they're not putting the effort in to uh, try to get into the lineup, and it's just a lot easier to sit there and say, you know what, I really enjoyed my uh, time, my month and a half of doing a whole lot of nothing. I'd like to keep on doing a whole lot of nothing. Keep doing a whole lot of nothing. So, uh, you know, it's uh, stuff... And, well, I don't. I don't want to speak. I'm not speaking for Arizona or for any other program. I'm just going to say that spots are usually earned and not given. And um, if you're not willing to earn it, well, such is life. And yep, yep. And uh, yep. you play with a short roster, especially when you're on the on a top notch team like Arizona. Yep. No, nope, that's the way it should be. Right. Earn your earn your spot. Should be. Should be. So yeah, and uh, so yeah, tough night, uh, tough loss for uh, Anthony Churro, but um, a tight game. On Friday night, and then they put uh, Nolan Bivolchik in net, and um, they they get the uh, W on Saturday night in front of another gigantic crowd, and uh, it's kind of a fun little game to watch. the yeah. The announcer for uh, for UNLV has a great booming voice. <laughs> Does he? Oh yeah, he's got a, like a made for television voice. Uh, but the um, uh, sometimes though the um, uh, the the knowledge that comes with the voice is just not there. Yeah. Just lacking, yeah. I've I've watched a I've watched a bits and pieces of their broadcast before, but I've never had it where the volume's on. I've always just been watching the game on on mute. It always looks like they're playing at medieval times, right? Because the it does the, the place has got a little castle theme to it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the the camera the camera is literally. I think it's just somebody up on a platform hanging over the glass. It's uh, they've got they've got a pretty good little uh, setup going out there. Oh yeah, they so, do. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, the whole the whole thing, the the NHL team, all the way down to the to the college team, they've got a they've got a good little thing going out there. The one thing that would worry me about that setup that they have over there is, for some reason, there's no separation behind the benches. The, their benches, the penalty box, the scores table, there's no it's all back wall, so you can literally walk off of one bench, walk behind the scorekeeper in the penalty box, and walk over to the other team's bench and you know chat somebody up if you want. Yeah, yeah, I think and, I've been in a few. Uh, I don't hold me to this, but I think uh, Arkansas's rink was set up that way. Really, I believe so. And then uh, it may be the old, uh, the old front rink uh, at UCO um, before they redid the whole thing up there. The old, the old rink was open in the back where you could get back and forth behind the behind the boxes there i just i saw that and it just looked like it was a recipe for disaster in case somebody got a little bit emotional um you know it's it's sometimes it's good to be to have somebody contained in a uh, plexiglass cage no doubt so they can't get out and um i i just saw the back end of that cage was missing and i was like oh no yeah, yeah, no, that's a that that for sure is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So, but uh, hey, the a split for uh for Arizona short rostered at Vegas, the split on the road, it's not bad at all. Not a bad, yeah, especially going into a packed house, uh, a hostile environment, pulling off a split is not bad. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, hey, that leaves us with uh, one last series, and it was a WCHL series. Uh, Andrews, Oklahoma Sooners. Went up I-44 to go to uh, Springfield, America, to take on the Missouri State Ice Bears. And uh, there were some uh, there were some pretty good games. Friday night, uh, saw Missouri State beat Oklahoma 3-2. to two. And then on uh, Saturday, it was a 5-4 to four Missouri State win. But, uh, boy, the, 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 that was a tale of two games. Or, yes, or it was. In, that, in the Saturday night game. But uh, I didn't get a chance to see the Friday night game. Tell me all about it. The uh, yeah Friday night at uh, Missouri State 
jumped out to a two nothing lead on them, and then uh, oh, you came back in the in the third period and pumped in a few goals and made it a made it a close affair, made it a nail biter. Um, you know, Oklahoma had to go with their backup Richard Albrick, and I thought he played well for uh, for being put in that situation. I thought he did well, gave him gave him a chance to win anyway, right? So yeah, yep. they uh, they oh, you had a chance to win it. They didn't, and uh, I don't think it's any fault of the backup goaltender. So, just a hard, you know, kind of a kind of a fast paced game. I didn't. I thought OU kind of controlled the play a little bit on them. The uh, for the most part, but they just kind of hung around and yeah, just a just a hard fought game from both from both sides there. And it then uh, looked to me like like OU was uh, uh, taken just from looking at the stats. It looked uh, as if OU was kind of taking the uh, the the game to Missouri State, especially there in the last uh, two periods with thirty seven shots on goal compared to uh, twenty seven shots uh, the other way. Yeah, it was Missouri State both nights. So they kind of got out to a to a fast start on them, and then OU kind of shut things down a little bit and and reversed the roles on them. But those slow starts kind of kind of jumped up and bit them this weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, the, re- the reason yeah. I ask you about Friday, Andrew, is because I know you were running the Twitter for the Oklahoma Twitter feed. Right? <laughs> hey, yeah, first time I first time I've done that. And it was interesting. <laughs> How so? It was interesting. The uh, yeah, just trying to keep up with the play and and not uh, not spew too much information out there, but just enough to keep people informed. <laughs> so the one thing. So when I did it, so when I when I did it, the uh, I've followed Twitter before on on away games when I've been out where I couldn't sit and watch it on a screen somewhere. Right, I'll just pull up Twitter and try to follow it. Sure. And the one the one thing that irritates me the most is. You'll just get tidbits of information, right? You'll get a you'll get somebody that'll say like such and such team to the power play, or they'll say like six minutes to go, game's tied at three, or, or something like that, right? And then you don't ever get a follow up tweet or whatever or follow up information to know what's going on, and it leaves you scratching your head like, oh my god, like what's going on? Like tell me, you know, I want to know. So uh, that's what I tried to do on Friday night was make sure I got enough information out there that people that weren't able to watch it on the screen kind of knew what was going on in, in a timely fashion. Well, I think, so. you, I think you did a good job with that. And I was impressed. You uh, actually found some emoticons that you can add to all of your, uh, all <laughs> yeah. your stuff. So I was impressed with your, with your tweeter ability. Yeah, I, I, I tried to keep it PG 13. <laughs> that was, that's the most difficult to add right there. Oh, there's no doubt. <laughs> you wanted to drop a, b- a bunch of F bombs in there. <laughs> there's no doubt. There is no doubt. WTH, what the heck is going on up there? Yeah, 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 there is no doubt. There is no doubt. I had to keep it PG-13. Well, hey, the the next night, uh, uh, I I got a chance to see that one, and uh, I tuned in, and it was already four to nothing. Um, Yes. Five to nothing pretty quick into the uh, second period. And then it seemed as if Oklahoma woke up, and um, after spotting Missouri State uh, five goals, uh, made it into one heck of a game there for the last uh, 40 minutes of the game. And uh, it was, uh, like I said, the tale of uh, two halves or the tale of two games because it was 5 nothing um, Missouri State. And then for the uh, second half, or what, second 60% of the game, I guess you could say, it was 4 to nothing Oklahoma. Oklahoma dominated the second uh, game oh, with shots yeah. in terms of 47 to 33. Yeah. And they the, the thing that stood out to me, well, two things. Uh, number one, I thought it was a testament to um, 
this group, you know, last time we were talking about Colorado State, how they play, and they just, you know, they, they play for 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. It would have been real easy for uh, Oklahoma, either one of these two nights, to just, just throw in the towel. In. Yeah, yep. throw oh, in the towel. Sure. Yeah, you know, the gods are against us, blame everybody except, you know, who knows what. Yeah. And then, uh, but they didn't, and they fought they, back. They kept playing. Yeah. yeah damn right. right. And so I thought yeah. that was a testament to some, to some of their character. Now, you know, they missed out, I think, a little bit on the power play. It looks like they went 0 for 10 on the power play on Saturday 10. night. Yeah, that's their that's their chance to win right there, right? If yep. they just capitalized on on one or two of those, that but was I, their that was their chance to win. But I also thought um, they they really exploited, especially in the second uh, in the in the last two periods. I thought they exploited their speed advantage. Yes, and, yes, uh, that's what I thought too. Yeah, specifically number ninety eight, oh. uh, Raymond Wilson, who. Um, you know, tends to, we, you know, we always say that their folks are in the ACHA for a reason, right? Because they're missing something. Yep. And, um, uh, Raymond has some jets. He can skate. Yep. And, um, uh, he, those last two periods, he, the thing he is not missing is, is his skates. You know, I don't know if no. it's, if he's a, if he's a feeder, if he's a fin, if he, if he's a guy who assists, you know, I'm not a hockey guy, so, you know, I can't, don't know what the heck I'm talking about, but, um, <laughs> the, you don't have no, you don't have any clue. No, none whatsoever. But, uh, he, he seemed like he was just out there making plays happen and finding yep. the open guys and, you know, getting yeah, the dish in the puck and, uh, letting, making things happen. And I, that's yeah, the thing that's, that impressed me the most was the grit. Yeah. That's the name of his, his game. He is, he is an assist guy for sure. But no, the, the other guy I want to kind of throw a shout out to on this one is, is the backup goaltender. Albrecht had to play again on Saturday night and how easy would it have been for him just to completely shut down after going, after going down five, nothing. And then basically he played, two periods of hockey and didn't give up another goal. And uh, so I thought, I thought that showed a lot of grit from him also Yep, yep. that he, he, he let in five and then he figured it out, whatever he was doing, he figured it out and uh, yeah, shut the door and didn't let him score again. So, yeah. So uh, Missouri state wins both nights, three, two and five, four. So they take all six points from, uh, from Oklahoma. And uh, with that, Missouri state concludes their WCHL season. They no longer have any games remaining, and that's in part because Arkansas, you know, punked out, pulled the shoot yeah, on us, bailed on them. Yeah, hey, power, power to Arkansas. They're playing well in Division Three, but um, so Missouri State kind of got hosed out of that deal. Uh, everybody else has two games left to go in their conference, uh, in their conference schedule, and they're playing their in-state rival, if you will. The Arizonas will play one another next. The two Oklahomas will play each other next. The two Colorados will play each other next. And then our season will be done, at least conference-wise. But Missouri State finishes with a record of five wins, one overtime win, eight losses, and two overtime or shootout losses. So um, we've got a total of nine points. Looks like they're going to finish in about fifth place there in the conference. Yeah, so, yeah they shouldn't move out of there. Yeah, yeah. But because of the... Um, uh, because, Andrew, uh, Oklahoma uh, dropped a couple of points on the... Uh, on the weekend, that secured the uh, the WCHL Conference Championship for the University of Arizona again this year. So they are now the back-to-back champions of the WCHL. Arizona, right now with two games left to play, has a .812 uh, win percentage, and um, nobody can catch them. Even if they lose the next two games, they, they've, yeah, they can't be caught. 
So uh, Arizona State right now is in second place with a .68 win percentage. Um, Oklahoma is in third place with a .60 or .61, I guess, if you round up. Central Oklahoma is in fourth place right behind them at a .57. Missouri State, as we said, with a .39, they're in fifth place. Colorado State's um, in sixth place with .24, and Colorado's rounding up the rear there with um, .11. For seventh place so arizona it's kind of funny we have in the this is the seventh season of the wchl andrew um first two seasons were won by arizona state and that was before they went to uh play division one hockey next three seasons were won by uh colorado uh were won by central oklahoma and then the, the last two seasons here have been won by arizona so nobody wins a season and then it doesn't change there's always multiple seasons yep so who's who's gonna win it next year Either Ari- got it for the next two years. Yeah, I was going to say, either Arizona is going to win it for a third year in a row or somebody's going to go on a run. Yep, so. yep. It's, uh, yeah, nothing. I was hoping that this would go a little bit longer just so that you could uh, have your finger on the panic button a little bit more. <laughs> trying to figure out if you're going to have to go get a trophy or leave a trophy or, or what you're going to do. I was hoping for a little bit more widespread panic here. Well, there was a lot of widespread panic already. Um, so <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate your, your love and your concern. You're oh, such yeah. a nice guy. Yeah, you know, I try. Oh, geez. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's. Uh, that was the week that was in the Western Collegiate Hockey League. Congratulations to the U of A Wildcats for their back to back championship. I've already seen that they've put that trophy to uh, somewhat good use. I, uh, someone sent me a picture and it had some uh, ice cubes in it and a couple of brewskis. <laughs> Oh so, boy. Sitting around in the backyard in Flowing Wells, Arizona. So <laughs> good good for them. Good for them. All right. Hey, let's take a quick break, Andrew. And then when we come back, let's listen to your three stars and talk some rankings. How about that? I'm in. Let me give you some advice, donkeys. Take a page out of Jonesy and Riley's book. My boys, I skipped curfew call for you last night. Because I knew you'd be doing legs, and I didn't want to interrupt. We've been doing legs two days since the first week of summer, coach. Blocked every wheelchair ramp in the arena, so we have to do stairs. Tenacity. You can't teach that. Tenacity, Andrew. You cannot teach that. You can't teach it, by God. I'm telling you what. All right. I knew you'd like some little Riley and Jonesy there. (laughs) I couldn't get Shorzy on there, uh... (laughs) because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, he's not PG, that's for sure. <laughs> Nobody's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, you got to love the people from Letterkenny. Andrew, hold on. You know what that means. Woo-hoo. It's time for Andrew's three stars of the week. So, Andrew, in reverse order, let's start with numero trace. Number three star on the weekend is... From the University of Oklahoma, I am going number ninety-eight, Ray Wilson. Oh. He had uh, he had one assist Friday night, but then on Saturday he had three assists, and really and truly he was he was by far the best hockey player in the building on on Friday and Saturday night. So yeah, without him, oh, you would have been in a world of hurt. He was the straw that was stirring the drink, right? There is there is no doubt about that one. Yeah, very nice. Now you only gave him number three because I brought it up, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, okay. Just checking. Just checking. All right, number two. Number two from Colorado State. A guy we talked about just a minute ago is Sam Cote with uh, four goals and one assist on the weekend. Oh, my gosh. And, and like you said earlier, he had two goals on Friday and two goals on Saturday. 
Wow. So we've just so, we're just totally blowing up your three stars before we even got there, huh? I know. It's funny we got to go in like that. But it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, so Raymond Raymond Wilson on for number three and Samuel yep. Cote for number two. So that leaves us one more to go. Andrew's number one star of the week. And the number one star of the week is a guy that is not shy to make it onto my list here from Arizona State. It is Mr. Clayton Lackey. And he had a monstrous weekend, two goals, five assists. And one of those two goals was the OT winner on Saturday. Uh-huh. You know, you, we just heard a major league groan come out of Dayton, uh, Ohio, when you, when you said that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The number one star from Arizona State. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, uh, yes, the wizard, um, all hat, no cape. Was uh, he's he's a diehard U of A fan and he's a diehard non Arizona State fan. So every time uh, Arizona State gets a little bit of love, the commission catches a little bit of hell. So, That's all right. Well, we'll uh, I'll I'll buy him a milkshake in March <laughs> at Nationals and, and and the world will be right again. So yeah. oh, as long as we don't go to dinner on Friday, that's all I care about. Oh, we're going all right. Jeez, oh, we're gonna go find a fish barbecue place or something. Oh, not a chance. Not a chance. When you're in Texas, what do you do when you're in Texas? Uh, I know, I know. You you eat, eat beef. Uh-huh. You eat beef, steaks, burgers. Yes. Maybe I you can. Maybe I can convert. Fish. Can I convert to something <laughs> really quick? Well, hey, you can do whatever you want, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna suggest that we all go to Papa Do's or something on Friday and go get some good Cajun seafood. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, all right. So, okay. So number the three stars of the week, according to Andrew, number 98 from Oklahoma, Raymond Wilson, uh, number eight from Colorado state is the number two star, Samuel Cote and number 19, Clayton Lackey. What school is he from? Arizona state. Oh, oh man. I'm going to catch so much heck. That's all right. It's all right. Hey, Lackey's a heck of a little player. So he uh, is, he is, he's been a little, I'm not going to say quiet, but the, uh, he hasn't been having the big multi-point games like what he like what he was first semester. So, yeah, I I was I was glad to see him back up there dominating again. Well, he's a freshman and people are kind of figuring him out, right? So yeah, yeah, good to good to see him back up there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey Andrew, let's talk rankings. Um, if you're smart, um, a smart the 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 discerning ACHA listener listens to the WCHL podcast and they get the rankings a day or so ahead of time. Um, all again, courtesy of the moaner and the groaner from Dayton, Ohio. Um, so last week, um, the rankings for the WCHL teams were as let's see, Arizona was number five. Oklahoma was number 12. UCO was number 13. Arizona state was number 18. Missouri state was number 31. CSU was 39 and CU was 49. That's out of 70 division one teams. So, uh, this week though, for those who are, want to be a little bit smarter here's where we project we're gonna you know it's election season so we're not going to predict we're going to give projections there you go projections projections so the projection for this week is that arizona will uh drop a spot from five to number six oklahoma um will drop four spots from number 12 to number 16 and there's a reason for that uh, but we can we can talk about that here in a sec uh, UCO will jump up two spots from number 13 to number 11. Arizona State will jump up four spots from number 18 to number 14. 
Missouri State will jump up one spot from 31 to 30. Colorado State will move up four spots from 39 to 35, and CU will stay even there at 49. Um, The reason why there's such volatility um, for uh, Oklahoma and also for Arizona State, there's a logjam of teams that have almost the exact same ranking. And uh, when there's three or four teams lumped together because of the way that the ACHA averages the rankings, uh, one week you can have the tiebreaker, and the next week you cannot have the tiebreaker. Yep. And with a three or four team logjam, that means you can swing literally from 18 to 14 or from 12 to 16, and it's not indicative of uh, your performance necessarily on the ice. It doesn't mean you totally you know wet the bed or anything, and you were four games to the uh, to the bad or that you just lit things up and were four games to the good it just means that you're uh, stuck in a bit in a little bit of a pig pile worth of uh, worth of teams and you know the ranking gods uh, you know gave the tiebreaker to another team yep. so uh, uh, I, I still think that we're in a good shape here for four teams from the WCHL to uh, oh, yeah, no move doubt. up yeah no doubt yeah so uh, and I and I think, and I'm glad to see, uh, I'm glad to see Arizona State finally get a good jump because I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago that I thought that Oklahoma, UCO, and Arizona State should be going into nationals somewhere in that 10 to 13, 10 to 14 range. All three of those teams jumbled in there in some form or fashion, right? Yep. Yep. So, and Arizona State wasn't getting any love on the on the stats and all that, and and wasn't moving, and so finally. Finally, they they got a little jump there, and and I think we'll see Oklahoma. They've got stiff competition the rest of the way out with uh, Lindenwood and UCO the next two weekends here. So I think those guys will will move back up, um, get a little bit closer to that number twelve spot where they were this past week. And uh, yeah, I think we'll I think we'll be sitting pretty going into nationals. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I hope you're right. You would think um, uh, with Oklahoma, they they do have um, they have games coming up with Lindawood and Central Oklahoma. Uh, they also have uh, Iowa State, and Iowa State is right now outside of the top twenty, so uh, they've got to win those games. They can't let those yep. things hurt them. Uh, Arizona State has um, uh, what do they have? They go, I think they go to Vegas, and then they have uh, they have Arizona left. Yeah, I was going to say. So, so yeah, they've got. They, uh, They've got some. They've got the opportunity to move up or to solidify their spot if they will. Yeah, I was going to say because I think uh, yeah, o- OU has good competition. Arizona State has good competition. So yeah, just going five hundred at best. I think all those teams will solid- uh, can even talk solidify their spots around that ten to ten to thirteen, ten to fourteen range, and uh, yeah. Making make uh, nationals interesting here, right? There you go, there you go. So uh, yeah, so that's 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 where things are looking right now. Uh, so Arizona State looks to be number six, uh, UCO number eleven, Oklahoma number sixteen, Arizona State number fourteen, Missouri State thirty, CSU thirty five, and CU forty nine. So uh, okay, Andrew, let's hear a little bit more from your uh, from your friends if you don't mind. And then we'll uh, we'll come back and we'll let's let's talk about projections for the games ahead. Superstar power poses. I gotta run a clinic on this voice. They wanted him to. No more pointing your weapon at the camera. No more weapons over the shoulders, voice. I've been more impressed with a clogged toilet. It's all about the flow and the snow. Flow. 
and the snow. Classic power pose, but for a modern day spin. Carps off, boys. The flow in the snow, boys. That's embarrassing. <laughs> See, I knew you'd like that one. Uh, the boys, they, they're there's something else that's for sure tarps off boys tarps off boys <laughs> oh my gosh all right andrew uh, hey uh let's say in the, since we're in election uh, mode uh these days here in america we're not going to do any previews let's do some projections projections yeah uh all almost all of the uh, uh wchl teams are in action this week arizona has the weekend off so they will be the um the study hall champions of the week in fact, I think they have the next two weekends off, so uh, good for them. They'll, they can uh, they can get healthy. Uh, Arizona State will head on up to Nevada, Las Vegas, to the Medieval Times Palace to play at the City National Arena. Andrew, give us some projections. Arizona State at Nevada, Las Vegas. The, uh, well, it's like we talk about since this is the WCHL podcast. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Come on, don't be partisan. We speak the truth here. We don't know anything about hockey. We're not hockey people, so we don't know what the hell we're talking about. That's 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 obvious. We've been told that plenty of times. That's that's true. So, uh, but we we shoot straight here. So you know, tell it like it is. I think we're gonna see. uh, I think we're gonna see an Arizona sweep, but I also would not, or an Arizona State sweep, but I also would not be surprised if uh, we don't see a split on the weekend. Now that's called in politics. That's called hedging. Um, <laughs> all right. So, which one are you going with, the sweep or the split? Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the split. I think. Yeah, I've seen some of those Homer referees there at Vegas. I think. Uh, yeah. They're they're gonna find a way to put the screws to Arizona State as much as they can. Hopefully, ASU can overcome it. But. Yep. Uh, all right, so uh, all right, so ASU will split at Nevada Las Vegas. Those are the official Andrew Majorkirth projections. Uh, Missouri State is going to head up Interstate 44 to play the Fighting Saints of Maryville, and uh, Coach John Hogan, uh, former U of A Wildcat uh, player and assistant coach, he's now got his Maryville program. Uh, trending in a good direction there in that upstart little conference that's uh, not very good, the MCH. Oh, now you're in trouble. Yeah, I'm in trouble, aren't I? Well, see, this is the WCHL podcast. The WCHL podcast. We can see what we want around here. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, so, Andrew, give us some projections. Missouri State at Maryville. The uh, Missouri State's playing good hockey right now. Two big weekends this past uh, weekend, and I think they're going to keep that momentum going and pull off another two. Uh-oh, uh-oh, so a sweep. I need to I, I need to delete this podcast before it gets to John Hogan's telephone. <laughs> um, but you are predicting a sweep for the Ice Bears. I am. That's kind of, uh, that makes sense. I mean, they're coming off the sweep of Oklahoma, even though that was a tough little series. And they also just swept McKendry, who is leading the MCH. So Yeah, I, and yeah those guys, uh, you know, they did an interview on... Friday or Saturday, I don't remember which one it was, and the kid uh, that they interviewed said that uh, they wanted to put a little run together and make a push at Nationals here. So, And then they went out and swept Oklahoma. So we'll see if they're going to put their money where their mouth is and, and make a run at this thing. All right. All right. Well, very good. So Andrew's, Andrew projects a sweep. You know, if we were really high tech or anything, we would do this on video and we would have like a little, we could have a touch screen and we could hit a state and it would turn like Missouri State maroon or something like that. I know that would be, that's a little, that's the, that's the high rent district. That's high, that's high tech. 
we're the we're the low rent district around here. Just, just pretend we're coloring in uh, the state of Missouri <laughs> with uh, maroon and white. We, 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 I do have a box of crayons. We could color. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably more up our rally right yeah, there. More it, speed. It, it would be. I'd probably eat the crayons, knowing uh, <laughs> <laughs> break them into five pieces. Yeah. <laughs> just start noshing on them right then and there. Ooh. Hey, um, uh, the Utah Skating Utes. Fresh off of a uh, win over in the Wasatch Cup, which means that they're the champion of all the Division Two teams in Utah, um, even though they're a Division One team. Uh, they travel to Fort Collins to take on the Rams there at CSU. Uh, so Utah at Colorado State, Andrew. What are your projections? Uh, Utah is too wishy-washy for me. You never know what you're going to get out of those guys. So I am taking... Colorado State. I think they're going to ride their offensive wave that they found and roll right over Utah here. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. So I'm. I'm. That sounds like a good prediction. A good prediction. I like that. Um, Colorado is heading out of uh, the the. Uh, um, I don't know what is the Colorado. They're the Centennial State. Yeah, the Rocky so. Mountain State. I don't know what they are. What I don't know. Uh, I, think, I think it's the Rocky Mountain State. There we go. Colorado's heading up to North Dakota, so there's a penalty right there. Yes, um, it but is. They're going to go play Jamestown on Thursday night, and then two at Minot State on Friday and Saturday. So um, uh, they're already penalized by having to head north. Um, but uh, Andrew, give us some projections. Colorado at Jamestown on Thursday night. I think uh, I think they roll into Jamestown, and I think they take it. Ooh, now you realize Colorado's won one game this year. Uh, I, you know what? They they didn't play bad uh, when they played down here at the Oklahomas. And I didn't think they played uh, bad when the Arizonas went out there um, two weekends ago. All right. Or I, whenever it was. So I like it. Yeah. So I think uh, I think they take it on Thursday night. And then uh, the following two nights, they go up to uh, Why Not, Why Not to take on uh, the defending national champion Beavers. Buffaloes versus beavers, Andrew. Who do you have? I, I am. I am taking the beavers on this one. <laughs> You're a fan of beavers. Yep. Yep. In general, one might, one might say, "Yep." Yep. All right. Very so, good. So, yeah, that's a that's a whole different ball of wax walking in there to <laughs> to Minot State and playing yeah. up there. So the whole Those are, yeah, the whole town's going to come out. Yeah, the whole town's there, and that's. Uh, I mean, those are men. <laughs> that might not state that you're playing. I don't care what oh, yeah. you say. Those yeah. are those are men that you're going into play. So I think when you grow up on a uh, Canadian farm, you become a man at like twelve. Oh, no doubt. You know these kids are probably you know seventeen, eighteen year old kids, but they look like they're about thirty. Oh, full beards. Yeah. Yep. Driving yeah. a truck, wife and kid. Oh, no at doubt. Twelve. No doubt. Yeah. The uh, yeah full beards. Yeah. A, a man's build. Yeah. It's a it's a different ball of wax up there. All right, so you're going to say Colorado gets Jamestown on Thursday night, but they're going to take it on the chin on Friday, Saturday at the defending champs. Yep, that's what I, that's what I think. All right, down here in um, in, in uh, Paradise City, um, Midland from the MCH comes down to take on the Central Oklahoma Broncos at the Bronco Barn. Andrew, who do you have? Give us some projections there. Midland oh. from Nebraska taking on Central Oklahoma. If if UCO lets Senko come down here and win a game, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> so I, I'm taking I'm taking UCO for two here. Uh, you you know you know it's sad when you can remember a particular player on a team. That's the guy you love to hate, huh? 
Yeah, number 40, Senko. Yeah, I even know his number. <laughs> you're not even going to go to the game, and you're already going to start chirping him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Oh, there he is. Yeah, that kid, he's a first-class pain in the butt. <laughs> but he's, he's a good player for him. So, you know what? They they need him, and there's a place for those kind of guys, right? You, yeah. You'd like to have him on your team, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. He's one of those guys. You, you hate to play against him, but you'd love to have him on your team. All right, and then uh, the matchup that Andrew will be at this weekend, Lindenwood, uh, I think they're number three in the nation right now, um, is going to come down to take on uh, your Oklahoma Sooners. And that's going to be a Saturday-Sunday affair. Andrew, are you running the Zamboni or the music or both or all of the above or none of the above? I won't. i got to figure out what I'm doing here because I won't be there for Saturday. I have got prior engagements. Yeah. So the place is probably going to fall in and implode. <laughs> so I think uh, I think Lindenwood wins on Saturday. Ooh! And then I think when OU gets their fearless leader, the jack of all trades and the master of all, returns on Sunday, I think OU gets the big win. So I'm calling for the OU split. Very nice, very nice. That'd be uh, that would be a repeat of what happened two weeks ago when Oklahoma went up to Lindenwood and split with those guys up there. Yep, those were. Those were good games to watch up there. Oklahoma always uh, always plays well against Lindawood, and so that's uh, and Lindawood's always a fun team to play, and even better team to beat. Oh, yes. So, all right. Well, very very good. All right. So let's recap. You saying Arizona State's going to split? Uh, Missouri State's going to sweep at Maryville. Uh, CSU's going to sweep uh, the visitors from Utah. CU will win the Thursday at Jamestown, but lose the next two at Minot. You've got uh, Midland uh, getting swept by UCO and Oklahoma splitting with Lindenwood. Yep. Very nice. Very nice. All right, Andrew. Well, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I have another. What have we heard? We've heard. Uh, you know what? I think I might have one more Letter Kenny little bump for us. You want to do that? And then we'll get to uh, talking. Well, let's do it. Game face is on. It's our first day of senior hockey. First impression's a lasting one, bro. You ready for this, bud? Uh, four check, back check, paycheck, bro. Ding. There you go. Four check, pay, back check, paycheck. Paycheck, yep. Can't forget to back check or you're going to mm-hmm. get your paycheck. <laughs> well, see, I don't know anything <laughs> about hockey, so there you go. All right, hey, this week was kind of a wild week in, um, not a wild week. Uh, it was just, you know, we're getting close to the end of the season and some champions were crowned in uh, throughout the, the ACHA, some uh, champions of specific oh what do i want to say i'm trying to say conferences yeah certain little leagues out there yep 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 so in the um here in the wchl arizona officially clinched the um uh, the regular season championship for uh the western collegiate league and that means that arizona will get the auto bid to to nationals uh from our conference um, over in the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey League, Adrian College is the regular season champion. Adrian is the number one team. They have been for like the past 11 weeks. So they clinched the GLCHL regular season, and they got that out of bid. Not that they need it, uh, but they're going to uh, nationals. In the Central States Collegiate Hockey League, which only has five teams, so there's no auto bid, but um, the, the, the Fighting Zombos from Lindenwood University, um, they won the CSCHL this season, uh, at least the regular season. Uh, let's see here. Uh, next up would be um, in the Eastern States Collegiate Hockey League, which has Stony Brook, Delaware, the uh, number two team in the nation, the Liberty University Flames. Uh, coached by Kirk Handy, who's a real good guy. 
Um, not, not, I, I take that back. He's not a real good guy. He's a great guy. Yeah, Kirk's a good um, dude. Kirk, Kirk is pretty awesome. Uh, but the Liberty Flames uh, have clinched that regular season championship, and so they have uh, secured their spot at Nationals. Drexel University has secured a spot at Nationals by winning the Eastern Collegiate Hockey Association. That's a uh, little league out of Philadelphia, and Drexel has been their representative for the past few years. So Drexel is pretty good. The rest of the team blows, or the rest of the conference blows. <laughs> um, uh, so, and you know what? Drexel put a scare into Oklahoma last year, I think, didn't they? Yes. So. Well, yeah, it was Drexel, right? They, they yep. fired that clapper right at the like, two seconds left to go in it. Oklahoma barely put it in the glove. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So Drexel will be there. And the nice thing is last year they got it through, uh, through the auto bid by winning the regular season. This time they're actually, they've earned it. I think they're like number 13 or 14 in the nation. So uh, good for those guys. And they're, they're coached by a bunch of good folks too. Kyle Zoldi. And uh, I, I always kind of dig Drexel. They also have some funky uniforms. I like their shoulder. Yeah, they're, they got uh, the stripes, don't they? Yeah, it's like a red, uh, not red, it's a blue, yellow, and um, white mix. It's kind of like yeah. a, a three-color stripes. It's pretty sharp. All right, and then the uh, last regular season champion to get crowned here over the weekend was um, uh, from the terrible league up in the uh, up in New York. <laughs> it was the uh, uh, Niagara University wins the Northeast Collegiate Hockey League, the NECHL. And uh, so good for those guys. However, there's the auto bid for the NECHL will come out of their playoff champion. So um, uh, Niagara is going to have to win the playoffs. Yep, to win it to get in. To get to Frisco. So uh, good luck to those guys. Yeah. They're going to uh, need it. Yeah, they're going to need it. And I'm going to say it here. You're going to hear it here first. Uh-oh. That the ACHA champion this season is going to come out of the WCHL. <laughs> <laughs> you're just pandering now so, aren't you there you go so you, you don't need to kiss my butt no nobody likes uh, me everyone hates me uh, uh, you know yeah. that's the last thing i would do you know me too well you don't need <laughs> you don't need to butter my biscuit come on yeah yeah you know me too well i wouldn't do that to you <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. are you gonna are, how far out on that limb are you gonna go are you gonna pick one of the four teams or are you just gonna say one of the four teams no i'm just gonna say one of the one of the four. Oh, that's weak one of the four weak sauce uh, I heard it here first. ACHA belongs to the WCHL. <laughs> so there you go. Hey, at least we beat everybody else in terms of podcasts, right? That's right. We got yeah. a way better podcast than anybody else. And that's right. All those other dorks, they don't have any. So we win. <laughs> we got the best. We got the worst. Hey, um, I, I do also want to give a little bit of a shout out to uh, our, our good friend um, over in the ESCHL, Kirk Handy at the Liberty Flames. They recently had Star Wars night and they had a viral clip or a, a video clip go viral on Barstool and Spit and Chicklets and some other uh, terrible hockey sites where um, there it was Star Wars night and they were all dressed up appropriately for Liberty as uh, Darth Vader. And um, I guess uh, one of the kids was skating back to the bench and he gave the you know the little force choke gave the command yep to uh to the rest of the team and he let them you know they all he he, he picked them up off the bench and then he let them go and they all fell on the bench and <laughs> it was it looked pretty funny so uh good yeah, good for those good guys stuff. they have a little bit of fun yeah oh yeah you gotta have fun while you do this yeah well, hey, we, especially in lynchburg nowhere so uh yeah we uh we watched that clip this afternoon and we're laughing about it Pretty good. 13 seconds of goodness. We'll, uh, we'll, if you haven't seen it, we'll retweet it on our Western Collegiate Hockey League uh, Twitter account. 
So, uh, yeah, good, so that's good stuff a, right there. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right, Andrew, come on. Gritches and gripes. What do you got for me? Gritches and gripes. How about one of my gripes is people that are always a victim. Oh, you're going to get, you're going to get me in so much trouble. No, no way. Not a chance. <laughs> this, this goes for a lot of people okay. out there. Yeah. Don't always be a victim. All right. All right. Any, any particular uh, examples you want to dish out or no, or. Just want to leave it. You just you just want to leave that participle dangling. I'm just going to leave it open ended right there for you. Yeah, don't always be the victim. Oh God! Let the record reflect that was Andrew Majorkirth. (laughs) I'm a big boy. I can take my lumps. All right. What else? What other gritches and gripes do you have? Well, how about this one? So I'm I'm kind of fired up here. The uh, how about if you're going to you better be perfect before you point out other people's imperfections. <laughs> I know what this one's all about. Missouri yeah. State had a fantastic broadcast over the weekend, and you were mm-hmm. you were on fire being the Twitterati for Oklahoma. Yeah, because Missouri State uh, their their broadcast crew was uh, taking some pot shots at you. They were, they were. So uh, yeah, I have I have got my portion of it fixed. That I, <laughs> that I literally really just found out about when they pointed it out on the, on the, on the broadcast this weekend. And, uh, I got it taken care of first thing this morning when, when I got into the office. And so, yeah. All right. For those of you, the guys don't know what's going on. Apparently on the Missouri state broadcast, they were pointing out that one of the nameplates for an Oklahoma player was misspelled and they were having a lot of fun with it. And Andrew is the <laughs> equipment manager. And so he took personal umbrage at that and wanted to drive up the interstate and fight the guys uh, there <laughs> at second during the second intermission of yeah. the uh, Friday and Saturday games just to kind of, you know, make, make it hurt. So, uh, so you, the nameplate has been corrected. The nameplate is corrected. Yeah. No. Yeah. When you they still, started rambling about that, I was, I was like, what in the heck are they talking about? You still want to go uh, up there and fight them? Oh yeah. I'm not, nah, nah, it's not that big of a deal. you've had a you've you've had a day or two to let the adrenaline wear off is what's what i'm hearing yeah yeah so yeah i couldn't figure out what they're talking about and these are these are new jerseys that we just started wearing at christmas after the christmas break here and one letter off yeah they they let us know about it so man i had the truck the tank was full it was warm we had a couple of sixers in the back we were ready for a road trip to go up there <laughs> yeah. and have a throwdown yeah and i was going to yeah. be i was going to be your dd for the weekend oh boy yep and uh here that's you are all I need is, here you are that's now all I need is help get help getting myself in trouble that's all i need right <laughs> well, i could i could have bailed you out uh, hopefully, <laughs> that's all i needed hopefully, hopefully we would have got out of town before we needed to get bailed out but <laughs> Yeah, that's all I needed. Help uh, getting myself in trouble. Holy smokes. Uh, hey, the, the best part of that, Andrew, was you You were like, what's that guy's Twitter handle? What's that? And I just said, better yet, I got the guy's phone number. Here it is. Oh, Boom. yeah. Yeah, that's all I needed. Yeah. That's all I needed is start sending text out. Holy smokes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. I thought, about, I thought about starting a Twitter war with them up there, but then I was like, no, I don't. I don't have the stamina for it. I don't have the energy to put into it. So I'm yeah. not getting that started. It's not, not a hill you want to die on. <laughs> yeah, not a hill I want to die on. That's right. All right. What other gritches and gripes do you have there? The, uh, well, the only other thing I've got is I, I want to throw a little shout out to a little local project that I've been working on here in Oklahoma City oh, for no. the past, uh, well, probably about the past month and a half or so. Yeah. 
here at the rink that Oklahoma plays at, we we have a uh, a veteran that comes into our men's league and has been hanging out around the rink and helped out a little bit with the Oklahoma program and all of that. And and we have started what is called a Warriors team, and it's um, active duty veterans, disabled veterans, and all of that. And it's a it's a team that these guys can put together and practice and. This will be the 36th uh, Warriors team in the nation that we have put together. And we had our first meeting on Sunday night. And so I got to got the privilege to hang out with about 36 of these guys that are a handful of them were active duty military. And the other portion of them were retired uh, veterans. And uh, so, yeah, it's kind of cool to, to get to hang out with those guys and to talk to them and and to let them know that we're starting a program that they can kind of call their own. So, yeah, just want to throw a little shout out to those guys. Very nice. That's very nice. That's pretty pretty sharp. I've seen the logo for that uh, for that Warriors project. It's pretty slick. And I know that uh, you and some of the guys there at the rink have been putting in uh, a lot of effort. So, yep. uh, yeah, good good for you guys. Yeah. So yeah, nice to see a good little turnout for the first meeting that we had on Sunday night. So yeah, you know. Um, especially in this day and age, I'm not going to get political with anybody, but I uh, just want to say uh, uh, the, the people that go and uh, defend and, you know, put their lives at risk. Um, we don't thank them nearly enough. No, no, that's, that's for sure. No. And I, I don't want to, you know, some of them turn out to be uh, nut jobs, uh, both on the left and both on the right. But uh, for the yep. most part, they're, they're, they're pretty good folks. And yeah, for the most the, part, they're down home people. Yep. And so, uh, um, you know, they, they do not get enough credit and that was, no, that's right. yeah, that's good. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, and that, whoever so, yeah, else is helping out. Yeah. We've, we have figured out here at the, at the rink that Oklahoma plays at that, that I, that I help run. We've figured out a way to, to donate several hours of ice to them for practice and all that. So they can get this thing up and running and, and going and not have a bunch of cost initially up front. So yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of rewarding to help out and do some good every now and then. Good. Very instead nice. Of, instead of wasting my time on this podcast. Well, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we all have to have our vices in, in, <laughs> you know, in, in, in the, uh, in the accounting column of Andrew's life, there's on the, on the credit side, there's going to be warrior project and helping out Oklahoma and dealing with uh, your lovely daughter and your lovely wife and all that kind of baloney. <laughs> yeah. And on the debit side, there's going to be a picture of me. Um, <laughs> no doubt. And it's, I'm, I'm sorry, but you need to put a little bit more on the credit side to help yourself out there, pal. Yeah. It, sure. You know, sure. when, I, get a, I get in a lot of trouble with you for some reason. You, when, when you show up at the pearly gates, St. Peter's just going to look at you and he's going to look down at the ledger, see my face. And he's going to look up at you again and just shake his head. And goes, oh. that was it. it was all his fault. <laughs> he's going to say, oh, I'm sorry, pal. Yeah. All <laughs> his fault. What else have you done? Yeah. Yeah. All, all his fault. Yeah. I've, yeah, got in a lot of trouble with you. <laughs> <laughs> guilt, guilt by association. Yeah, you know it is what it is. I, we I, have fun. I, I, I wish we had done uh, half of the stuff we've been accused of, and more of the stuff that we actually did. That's so, right. Uh, uh, That's right. Uh, we're we're doing all right. Hey, nationals is going to soon be upon us, and uh, we are knee deep. Here I am. I can't get. I can't spit it off of my tongue. We are knee deep in the middle of uh, planning for nationals. Um, I know that we just had Andrew sign his life away on a dumb little agreement um, so that in case he falls and bonks his head on the ice at Nationals, he can't uh, sue me or anybody else. 
Um, so uh, we're looking forward to getting down there. The 20 teams, I think, are pretty I'm not going to say they're set, but uh, if you look at the rankings over the past couple of weeks, you can see that it's the same 20 teams are pretty much in the top 20. So I think if you're 18 or above, you're going to be safe. And uh, the two wild cards are going to be the uh, those playoff winners that get the auto bids from that crappy Pittsburgh League, the CHMA, and from that terrible New York League, the NECHL. Yeah. yeah. So, well, um, yeah. Same. Yeah, like I said, same teams have been revolving in spots in there. So I think we pretty much know the teams. Yeah. So yeah. Now we'll just kind of wait on the order of those teams. Yeah. So we'll, we'll yeah, exactly. We'll wait on the order. Let's uh, keep our fingers and toes crossed that there's no uh, conference matchups. I know that if uh, this past week's rankings had uh, stuck, that Arizona and Oklahoma would have faced off against one another, and that would not have been good nope. um, from a conference standpoint. Um, so, uh, But we've got plenty of time to shake things up, I think, another couple of weeks. And then, uh, yeah, we're, we're, it's hard to believe. 30, it's almost here. Yeah, and we're doing the re-recording this podcast on Monday night, and there is 37 days till nationals. Oh, my gosh. So basically, for all intents and purposes, one month. Oh, Andrew, there is so much I have to do. So it'll be here before we know it. We're thinking about bringing the podcast down there to Frisco, so um, you never know. We might uh, strap on a headset or two and uh, shoot the bull with um, some non-WCHL folks. We'll just make fun of them the whole time. There's no doubt, like only we could do, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll put we'll put notes on their back that says "kick me" and you know, point down at their chest and tweak their nose when they look down, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, we got to figure out a way to get this on video at nationals. No, oh, God, no. Oh yes. Oh, we got to go. We got to go video for nobody, sure. Nobody wants to see us. Well, they may not want to see us. Nobody, but, nobody wants to listen to us. You'd give them a nice chance to see the uh, the nice accommodations down there in Frisco and yeah. put faces to names. Yeah, it'll, we'll it'll, have to we'll have to figure this out. It'll be nice. It'll be nice. We're looking forward to uh, getting down there. It should be kind of interesting. Looking forward to some good weather, and um, I'm really looking forward to seeing some good matchups. You know, upcoming not this week but next week, I believe, in the ACHA, we're going to have uh, uh, number one Adrian's going on the road to number two Liberty. And I think that could be that weekend series could be a preview of what we see in the uh, final four. Yeah, could be. Uh, yeah. So, um, cause number one, Adrian is, uh, they're just rolling and number two, Liberty is equally rolling. The question will be, you know, how does Liberty do away from home? Yep. But, yep. uh, and, and how do those teams do? Cause I, you know, we talk about it all the time here, the WCHL teams, sit here and just beat the crap out of each other all the time. So you, these teams can't get on big rolls like that, right? Yep. Because they, they have to sit here and beat on each other. So what do those teams do when they when they run into a team like this, like a Lindenwood or a Oklahoma or an Arizona or an Arizona State? You know, what are they what are they doing? They run into a team like that that's going to punch them in the mouth right off the bat and then and then play hockey, you know? Yep. Do they Do they crater or do they rise to the occasion? So we'll see. I'm also looking forward to seeing some new teams at nationals because uh, some of the old traditional folks like uh, a Delaware, like a uh, Robert Morris, Illinois, like an Iowa state look like they're not going to make it to nationals this year, which will open the door for some, uh, some of the newer teams like Indiana tech is new to the ACHA or new again to the ACHA this year. Obviously we have Drexel. It looks like Calvin college will make it a little bit. 
So uh, they're going to be in that uh, 12 to, thir- I mean, 13 to 20 mix. So, uh, and then Aquinas might make it. So uh, there might be a little bit of new blood there in the in the yeah. uh, Nationals, yeah, which be, is always kind of fun. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. All right. And uh, Andrew's already gone on record to say uh, the WCHL will win it. So, Yep, the, the ACHA belongs to the WCHL just, this season. Ju- you just don't have the nuts to say which team. Huh? Well, I'm not going to say which team because uh, any, any of the four that are going down there could win the whole thing if, <laughs> if they it. get hot. I love it. I love it. All righty. Hey, we want to thank uh, everyone for listening to uh, this edition of the Terrible WCHL Podcast. Um, uh, Andrew brings, as always, uh, the information and the knowledge, and I just bring the disdain and the uh, contempt. <laughs> so uh, we appreciate you putting up with uh, with us for a little bit over an hour. Thanks for uh, uh, listening to uh, this podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Western CHL. Uh, feel free to shoot us a message um, uh, through the through that Twitter account. You can also follow the conference on uh, at its terrible website, the uh, westernchl.com. I think I should, probably should get around to updating the scores on that one. Um, I update everything on Twitter, but not, I, I need to hit the uh, website and update it a little bit. I got yeah. Got some exciting news coming uh, in the world of the ACHA, but um, we can't uh, can't announce that just yet. But uh, you know, I would look for some changes next season which would be kind of interesting. Uh-huh. So, uh, and, and not, and I'm not talking about um, teams or anything. I'm just talking about, or, or of course that's always a possibility, but I'm um, just talking about kind of how things get done and where you go for information and junk like that. So awesome. that, yeah, that could be fun. We're going to go to, uh, if you have uh, email specifically that you want to send to uh, Andrew, his email address is Andrew dot podcast backslash yeah. gmail at stickford.am.com dot wchl so please just uh send him a thought or two tell him how much yeah. you like him how much you love it when he chuckles and, um well i think that that does that should about do it for us don't you think there andrew i think we're i think we're just about done all right well it's that time i'm gonna hit the magic button andrew get us out of here but I tell you what, everybody, safe travels to the teams coming and going this weekend. The uh, Everybody be safe out there, and we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>